Yeah, like, you know, Webster's definition of hobby is this. I love when people start their talks off like that. Oh, yeah. I looked up in Webster. I wonder if anybody nowadays, people don't even know who Webster was. Yeah. All they'll ever remember him for is his TV show, you know? It's a cute TV show when he was a kid, but he did a lot more compiling <laughs> words, you know, later on in life. Yeah. Well, we'll save it for the podcast. I've got an ocean of testosterone flowing through my veins. Society tells us to act civilized, but the truth is we're animals, and sometimes you got to let it out. We're men, okay? That means two things. I couldn't do that. Could you do that? How can they do that? Who are those guys? We're men who are not afraid to say that we love other men. Now you know we are the wild and crazy guys. Can't take it back now. Everybody heard it. It's out there. Everybody hear it? Yo! Welcome back to That Guy Show. I'm William. I'm Mateo. That Guy Show is a podcast for men, about men, by men, as men, with men. Amen. Amen. I love that. Hey, Will. What's going on, dude? Hey, Matt. Not too much. Um, hey, what, first of all, what are you drinking? Well, I am uh, drinking some uh, fresh, some special reserve uh, Columbia roast coffee, Ooh. um, fresh in my, uh, Winnipeg mug here. Um, did you put, cause I fell asleep. Did you put any whiskey in it? Uh, no, I oh. just really just did coffee cause I wasn't sure I was going to make it through the first half of the podcast. However, for when I start to feel a little cray cray, I brought myself, uh, the Glen Livet Caribbean reserve, a little scotch whiskey right here. Oh, what what is it called? So it's the Caribbean Reserve. It is um, like finished in barrels that held Caribbean rum. So it's sweeter and it's not very scotchy. So, I mean, if you're like a whiskey guy and uh, you're trying to drink scotch, you know, scotch is kind of, I don't know. It's got, it's got a very unique flavor and it's very strong. And it's like, it's it's I, I describe it like the IPA to beer, you know, it's like just very... Some people love it. Some people don't love it. So this one is very like like tame on the scotch part of it. Yeah. And it kind of has a sweetness to it. And um, I like it, actually. So, um, But it is something that you sip it to enjoy it a little slower than you would yeah. whiskey for whatever and reason. What's the, like, who makes it? Uh, Glenn Livet. Glenn Livet. That reminds me of uh, How I Met Your Mother. Glenn Livet or the Caribbean guest? Glenn Livet. Um, oh. That's uh, what they drink. No, they had like a, they had a fiction. I had to look it up just now because I was like, I swear that's from How I Met Your Mother, and I was like, let me double check what what you just said. But no, theirs is Glenn. You fact checked your own thoughts. Yeah. At least at least no one is safe. No, no, nothing is safe from your fact checking. Well, they had a, they had a uh, a single malt Scotch whiskey that was fictional on the show, uh, but it was called Glenn McKenna. Oh, so if you, if you could get like that blending. Glenn McKenna, you know, mm. a 50 year old Glenn McKenna cost around $2,500 <laughs> on the show. It'd be hard to pull off a 50 year old one. Well, I guess you could just rename um, one you bought aged. Right. A little pre-aged stuff. All right. We're talking about some hobbies today, Will. Yeah. Hobbies, dude. Hobbies. Now. I'm I'm one to say that I always think that you had lots of hobbies, but mm. then I realized that we might have a distinction to make about the definition of hobbies, which we'll get to later. Um, but yeah, I I I looked up uh, this from a very uh, noble website, a scholarly website, mm. um, 
and uh, it's a journal of masculinity. Nice. And uh, it's, no, it's the art of manliness.com. So a uh, whole lot of very, uh, very good work happening over there at yeah. the uh, not a sponsor art of manliness.com. Uh, anyway, so I found a little uh, thing. It was like the 75 hobbies for men. And uh, I picked out the interesting ones. So wait, I, I was going I'm, to, I, not to cut you off, but I'm cutting you off. But um, I, I tried to do some research as well. And I found a bunch of websites and they were all like 75 hobbies like here's 75 Ooh. do they just copy each other and just put them in a different yeah, order so so. I, i'm interested to see that that was it that was my little rabbit hole yeah i'm interested to see if uh we got the same it begins with a this really long quote from winston churchill oh mine didn't which start with that. it's not um that great but it's just like you should have a hobby is the gist of it um oh. he's apparently a hobbyist so, um, was. you know, I mean, I guess what you consider a hobby and, and, and whatnot, you know, mm-hmm. it'll, uh, there's a lot of like, a lot of stuff that like I've like know on here, you know, yeah. the list. So I just decided I'd come up with a little thing. I'm thinking like, is this really a hobby? Would right, you consider right, right. it a hobby or something else? Like you, would you call it something else? I don't know. So I was thinking you, you could call it like hobby or horseplay, you know? Okay. okay. Tell me what I'm you down. think this is like legit or not. I'm down. And then if you need me to read the description, they're short blurbs. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We can do we can do that. I'm with you. All right. So um I should probably do my little find and then they're like a, a find. Oh yeah, they have find. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So well, first one off the bat is airsoft. Okay. Do you so, know what, have you ever heard of the phrase airsoft? Yes. I don't know if anyone says airsofting. It's maybe just airsoft. I have. And I think I know what it is. But I think you should tell us what it is. It's kind of like that time. I, the best, my favorite game I ever came up with was that spa game. Yeah. What was it called? It was like spa. Was it the two options? It was like spa or interrogation technique. Oh, that was yeah, what yeah, it was. yeah. That was good. That was I good. spent so much time trying to make. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Right. So Airsoft. airsoft. Um, I'll just tell you what I think it is. So um, Airsoft is similar to uh, paintball. Um, nice. But yes, it's, yes. it's done with Airsoft guns. And you shoot these little... I believe they're plastic little BBs. Um, anyway, there's there's a lot of YouTube videos and fail videos and yeah, the, the you know the picture is terrifying, honestly. Yeah, yeah, because it all um, looks like, I mean, yeah, it's like real. If it's you like, don't know what you're looking at, it looks real. Like there's like tactical gear they, they wear. Yeah, and like the guns yeah. look legit, and like there's like I think automatic yeah. guns are yeah, and illegal, I couldn't tell but, and. I, and, and I, I couldn't tell whether they were actually shooting. I'm like, are they shooting something out? Like, yeah. that's what I really, it was like, like all I know BBs. is that, yeah, it says the police and military use airsoft for their training and you can too improve your tactical skills. Uh, it's almost like paintball, but even more realistic. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck is more realistic than paintball? Like that's some realistic I, shit. I guess it's more realistic because it's an actual gun, you know. And yeah, and they know. look and they looks it looks terrifying um, to behold. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, and they were like wearing like legit like I don't even know how you would know you got hit. They're like wearing bulletproof vests and stuff. Like well, that's the one thing I don't get shot by hit. anything. Right, like paintball, you see it, you know, and you you got yeah. you got to call when you get hit and whatnot. I don't know how they figure that out with airsoft, but. Yeah, I guess anyway. if you just start feeling stinging all over your body, you Maybe. know, if you bleed. Uh, anyway. All right. Airsoft. So would you consider that a hobby, a sport, or uh, just horseplay? I would. So I personally, I mean, 
I guess this is where the definitions of what hobby is kind of comes into play. But I would consider that more of a recreational sport because I do believe there is professional airsoft fighters. I, I don't know what they're called, but uh, people. So I I would say it's more of a sport. I mean, it's a lot of running around, up and down, hiding. You know, um, shooting is a sport. So interesting. You know. Okay. So you could have winners and losers like a paintball. Yeah. You could but have it could teams. be a hobby because you could be into like building your own guns. And so to me, the building your gun is the hobby portion. And like you paint it, like you paint your own guns. You have like little guns and you you paint them. Yeah. You know, like the pieces. But even more than like, painting, it's like actually building the parts and pieces you need. And like have a three D printer where you're like, oh, I just made this like bump scope. Yeah, yeah. Electronic, you know, stuff like something. that. So to me, that would be the hobby. The sport would be the playing of it, you know. And but you could also horseplay, you know. I mean, you could just do it for fun in your backyard, right? Which would possibly get you arrested or killed, depending on where you live. That that's correct. Or both, you can get arrested and killed. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Here's another. Here's a good one. I have an uncle that 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 uh, that has done these. Uh, it is called uh, historical reenactments. Mm. historical reenactments now it's funny when i read the article i was like i've seen these before but like the pictures of the reenactment is from like like i guess down here i just always assumed that historical reenactments were mainly done around the civil war right right um you know but this one's like reenacting like world war ii stuff and i'm like oh that's yeah. interesting i don't know how you Pull that off again, you know that that could be hobby, you know. I mean, it's not a sport. It, no, it's not a sport. No, and no. it's a very historically. I mean, like, like you know, they they they. It's like they go to they act. I mean, they go to practice. There's like run throughs. You've got your parts, and people come and watch it. Like, right. I don't know if there's narrated. You know, like, and people are like watching these like reenactment, like like a storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I I, I would. I don't know. It's hard because I feel like there's different categories. Like there's pastimes, there's hobbies. Wow, maybe there's you be, be busting out the distinctions up in here. Yeah, so it, it's Past hard. I mean, I guess versus hobby. Like if you went to a hobby shop, right? I have I never been to a hobby shop. Well, what would they have? Airsoft guns, <laughs> like bayonets, <laughs> like old. To me, a hobby swords. shop would have stuff for you to be able to build in order to participate in your quote-unquote pastime, right? So I'm a, I'm afraid that in order to have a hobby, I'm going to be required to build something. No. In which case, I may never have a hobby. No. And, and Okay. And we'll go into, according to my definition, you know. All right. Which I, so I can't your, 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 just... your, uh, your pastime. Your pastime, not hobby, on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and I, I think it's kind of cool. It's fun, you know. But maybe the hobby is the sewing and creating the costumes and stuff. All right. I don't know. Here's one. I don't know how. I don't know how this one's gonna go. This one's uh, this this hobby, if you want to define it, goes back uh four four thousand five hundred years, mm. uh, possibly. You know, um. And uh, it is known as beekeeping. Mm, the yeah. beekeeping. Yeah, yeah. I I could I I almost bought some beekeeping stuff um, this past year. Um, nothing legit. It was just at Lowe's, and it was a little house with some tubes in it for bees. Um, 
bees are really mm. good for your gardens. They're good for the environment. They're good for their honey. They're, you know, a lot of people think them think of them as a nuisance. I guess they can become a nuisance if they nest. I mean, they the did they did kill that little boy, you know, off that movie. Yeah, they did kill my girl. Yeah, um, Macaulay Culkin. But yeah, so I I don't know. It's um ah. To me, beekeeping is not a hobby because typically I would assume you are trying to get something out of the bees. So it's more of like, I don't know. I don't have a term for that one yet. Okay. All right. This next one I think does fit your thing. It is known as whittling. Mm. Yeah. The old whittler. Yeah, I've whittled before. You do. You, you dabble in some whittle. I have in the past, yes. A, a whittle, a whittle bit, or a lot of bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just a whittle bit. Um, I gotta pre- gotta I've, prepare you for father, yeah. for fatherhood with lots of dad jokes. I'm I'm pretty good at whittling a point. Okay, but that's about right. it. Have you ever uh, seen you, somebody whittle? Um, no. I maybe in Boy Scouts. Maybe I saw an old man. So, like, if you had, like, a little block of wood and you turned it into a wizard or a face or a head, like, that's whittling, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just shaving a piece of wood off of something. It's actually, like, creating something, I guess, quote-unquote artistic with it. Yeah. Is whittling. Like a little corn, a corn, uh, corn cob pipe or something like that? Yeah, you, you can whittle that. Um, yeah. You can whittle that a little? You can whittle that a little. I would consider that a hobby. Okay. Whittling. We're dead set on the, on that being a hobby then. I, I, yes. I know that uh, when I was in um, like metalworking and Boy Scouts, um, the guy, I wanted to make an ashtray for my mom mm. because I was trying to figure something like easy to make, you know? Yeah, yeah. But even back then, apparently making ashtrays, like children making ashtrays wasn't like kosher. Yeah. So maybe the guy five years earlier. Me, yeah. 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 Even back then. Just and the so cut, yeah. the guy, the guy made a candy dish. Oh yeah, yeah. Like so, a little little candy dish with with spots to hold. I don't know. Just yeah. make it easier to grab the candy out because you could slide it out of the little. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. You, you basically, rem- made you remember? An uh, did you take ceramics in high school? Uh no. Wow. No, okay, I so, took fine art survey instead. Oh, okay, because yeah, that's that's cool. Um, a little less actual work. Ceramics sounds like there's some physical labor involved. And uh, in picking um, extracurriculars, in, I'm in trying your to... definition of physical labor, yes, okay, there was yeah. physical labor involved. <laughs> I just the... like field trip. Field trips is the only <laughs> physical labor yeah, yeah, I yeah. go after when choosing a. Uh... <laughs> now they had this guy that made an ashtray. It was his little blunt tray, and uh, I forget what he called it. And he he was like, "Oh, it's for my grandma. It's like a candy dish, something similar to the yours. candy dish." <laughs> and um, but yeah, it was totally like. He was like, dude, you could put like a roach this size on it. You can use this size for cigarettes. This one's for cigars. And he was going on. You can put your tweezers right here. And it was just funny. Your and tweezers? It, yeah. Oh, oh, for the. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For that. I'm thinking like, what the, how would you use the tweezers for your candy dish? Yeah. Not a candy dish. Um. Cool. All right. All right. Here's another one. Uh, this one, I feel like you would do. Well, maybe you would. Your younger self or something. Uh, have you ever, ever heard of slack lining? Yeah, there's actually in my neighborhood, there's like seven slack lines. Really? In people's and like front yards. They just like walk on. Some I've road. never seen anybody do it, but they're there. But they're hanging up. 
They're hanging. Ooh, I just out. got a little thunder. I just got a little thunder happening outside. Did you? I didn't get it. Ooh. I hear the rain though. But yeah, so I, oh, I well, see it. Uh, I think my next door neighbor. I'm pretty sure it was a slack line. I mean, he's got some grandkids. They're kind of young, but uh, yeah, my next door neighbor had one. I have no idea what just, else it would be for. And you're supposed to like walk on the line. I mean, it just seems like they're like, yeah, all you need is some rope and some trees, man. You just go walk on some rope. And I'm like, that who's walking on ropes? It's really good exercise. No it's one is really good on core ropes. exercise. But there's people that like will do. I feel flips like it would be a them. foot exercise to just balance on a random rope. Yeah. Well, I mean, you need your you need your ribs. I mean, your ribs. You need your abs, and you know, you need those anyway. muscles to. You need your gluteus but, but, maximus but to be that, in shape. But, but would you consider that? Uh, would you consider that a hobby? I see. To me, that would be more of a sport. A sport, even though I mean, it's physical activity for sure. I mean, exercise. You would think of it as exercising. Yeah, like exercise. That that's probably better. Yeah. Interesting. Have, um, you, ever, have you ever seen someone in slackline? I mean, I, there's a picture of someone just walking on a rope right no, here no, in no, front no. of me. Like, if you YouTube someone slacklining, like, that's, like, a legit person that can do it, you'd be like, okay, I get it. That's exercise. That's work. That's a st- They're, like, jumping off of it it's or like something? like gymnastics to... on, on, on ropes. Rope. Like, doing flips okay. and, you know. Like, they, hmm. can do a, they can do a full, like, somersault on it, right? Like, head, okay. roll over on their back and get back up on the line. Like, you know, it's not just, like, walking across. It's not tightrope, right? Um, I don't know uh, if I'm going to pronounce this next one right, but honestly, like I would have thought that nobody actually does this next one, except we have a mutual friend in high school who did this on a daily basis, and I didn't know it was a name or a possible hobby. Hmm. So um, it is known as uh, parkour. Oh, yeah. Par- parkour. 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 You, you've heard of parkour. I love how you just, like hear of all this stuff. I'm like, what the heck is parkour? You've never heard of parkour? No. Though I have a friend who in high school did this all the time. Oh. And you did too. Just randomly would like climb up on buildings and jump on roofs and like climb all over like crazy. Just they would just use the world, the natural buildings and architecture around to like climb and jump and like traverse around uh I guess just I mean, have you Buildings. ever seen the office? Anyway, can you oh. hear it now? There it is. Parkour! 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 Extreme! Parkour! Parkour! This is parkour. Internet sensation of 2004. And it was in one of the Bond films. It's pretty impressive. The goal is to get from point A to point B as creatively as possible. So technically, they are doing parkour as long as point A is delusion and point B is the hospital. So it's just it's just them destroying the office and jumping on people's desks and, and just yelling parkour, parkour. Um, so yeah. I never saw that. I never saw that. That I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Yeah, I'll 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 I'll, I'll tell you what episode it was. Um, but yeah, so. But no, like people that actually do parkour, especially like there's a lot of GoPro videos with people like having them on their chest and stuff like that. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. I can imagine that's cool. I've seen people nuts. jumping off of rooftops doing stuff like that. Yeah, you know? dude, it's it's that and it's it's nuts. It's nuts. So to me, that is that is that is a sport, not a hobby, not. But how can it be a sport thing? if there's like no judges and no competing? I mean, 
I'm not saying that there hasn't ever been an actual parkour competition, but the heart of it is more for the fun of jumping around and climbing on stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't know. So I would say I can see that. I would say that parkour is not a crime. We need to make parkour is not a crime T-shirts. That would be good for the that guy show merch shop. We can do that. We can do that. Um, To to me, a, a sport is anything that is physically competitive physically but but where's the where's the competition part or i guess you're 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 thinking parkour is you and other people are doing it at the same time it would even though there might not be an official judge your goal is to sort of like impress or do a better job than the other person does so to me it would be like for example like i don't understand how diving is like fully judged, right? But there's a lot of things that go into it, like least amount of splash, you know, how pointed were your toes, how straight were your knees, you know, and your your back and stuff when you're doing this stuff. And all that stuff is judged for you to get the score. And then you just try and do that better than someone else. And I can see them judging parkour. And I'm sure they do have professional parkour people that and do have judges, but who can jump over this railing at this right, you know, maybe there's tricks, I don't know, but I can see it be done. But I can also see it kind of be done more like horse style, right? So I'm gonna get from point A to point B in three steps, and someone else is like, well, I, I can do it in, I can only do it in five steps, so you win. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Um, anyway, so that's that. Nice. Yeah. Just so you know, Will, I, I have officially poured my first glass of uh, scotch. And nice. I'm just sniffing it right now. Nice. So I'm All not right. being creepy. I'm just. That's fine. While you're sniffing it, I'm going to move on to um, a little bit more refined list of like yours was good, but mine's a little bit more refined um, list of hobbies. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. Mr. Um, refined over here. Yeah. I'm so, the one sniffing scotch. Yeah. You're the one. You're the one drinking blended whiskey. Anyway. Dude, I. I'm drinking it out of my baby Yoda glass too, so I don't want to hear it. Your baby Yoda glass is pretty boss. That looks like those glasses you used to get from McDonald's. Yeah, Remember back in the day, you used to get those collectible glasses Dude, from McDonald's. I, they always I had that. Have... They always had that like that uh, snow, that fake snow. Yeah, that's what it's on got. there. Yeah, I still have my Riddler from what is it, Batman Forever or something oh, like that. Oh, nice. My Riddler coffee mug or whatever. Anyway. I have um, I have one glass from McDonald's stole. It, it was the nice. it's a Coca Cola, and it has like what looks like almost stained glass windows on the side, and it says Coca Cola, McDonald's. Anyway, so, so my first one is extreme ironing. Whoa, and you heard it correctly. So is that where like is that where like people under like duress like do blacksmithing very quickly? Kind of, kind of. So it's essentially it's where people will iron something whilst undertaking an extreme sport. So um, according to this uh, amazing That's website nothing that, I, like I, just said, by the way. that I had found, um, it started in 1997 and uh, it includes uh, like climbing a mountain and ironing at the same time, riding a helicopter you know, midair skydiving while ironing. How could you climb? So, I mean, what would you what would you have like the board attached to you? I I I'm I I am not a part of the official. I, I mean, it seems it seems overtly reckless to have a hot iron and be trying to walk or climb a I mountain. Agree. But there's even been an extreme ironing world championship. 
Would you consider steaming uh, the same thing as ironing? Or do you have to have metal that's hot that makes something flat? Because you could have a steamer, puts out steam, and like you could be walking and like steaming your shirt at the same time. I would consider them both uh, wrinkle-removing tools, but it's not ironing. Ironing is using an iron. You have to have metal. It has to be a hot metal that makes the thing flat. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What if it's made out of stainless steel? You'd still consider that iron, ironing. Um, yes, because it's of today's standards. Because back in the day, iron was just it was just iron, right? Yeah. Um, okay. So there is another one. It is a uh, toy voyaging. Wow, this sounds this sounds like it might be illegal. Um, a toy voider would be a person, not a who, voider. A void. Is that what you Voyage. said? A a voyager? Yeah, voyaging. A voyager. (laughs) Toy voyaging? I mean, is that where you, like, steal people's toys and then go take pictures of them all over town and then put them back where you found them, but with pictures of you, like, taking them all over the place? Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? Did I just get that right? So, yeah, all you need is our our toys, and they can have their own wonderful, wacky adventures on uh, on their own, right? And you put it in the toy book? Yeah, you send it off on... You know, on vacation somewhere around the world. Um, so my son had one of those. Like at school, they sent everyone home with like a bear. Even during COVID, they were like, yeah. "Fuck yeah. it." So they sent home. They literally sent home like a bear that everyone else had had at their home, all snot nosed kids. Right. And they took it everywhere they went on the weekend. Took pictures of it, and they made a little story in this in this binder. Mm. Um, and yeah, and I of course I added some video. Uh, to mine, you know, with a QR code so that they could watch video of us dancing with Bear and, and at Chuck E. Cheese and stuff. Anyway, that, yeah. needless to say, I was trying to up my game. No, I mean, that's and your, your son is a toy voyager. Yeah, well, I, I'm really the toy voyager. Well, he, you are, right, right, right. Yeah, he he didn't. He was just like, whatever, yeah. let's bring Teddy with us everywhere. All right, so cool. the next one is uh, news raiding, also known as news bombing. News bombing. Is that where... Uh, you go to a scene of a crime and then you try to get on the news camera. Yeah, dude, you're 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 killing this man. Nice. So, yeah. It, it, unfortunately, it, it can't just be a one-time thing. You have to do it consistently in order for it to be the hobby, right? Right. Like um, you have to have like like your like you do you have like a thing like like you know like um, graffiti artists have a tag. Would you have like a, like you're the guy in the green hat? You're the, you're the girl with the red scarf. Like, do you have to have some kind of like tell to, and we know it's really you each time? I think it just has to be you. Like, it's actually you. I, I don't know. But there is a guy. There's like a prolific guy who's like, his name is Paul Yarrow. I think I'm saying his name right. Um, he's been in like a hundred, like hundreds of TV broadcasts. Um, so he's like the living legend, right? But he doesn't, does he have like a certain MO? Like, is he the funny guy? Does he try to blend in and then kind of. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah, not like yeah. overt. Like he's not like sitting there just like disrupting yeah. the news. No, I know what he's you mean. Really, like he's I'm, like. I'll be totally in, honest with you. I just kind of googled weird hobbies. And I, this is one I of the feel like that came I up. feel like it, he deserves a little bit of a YouTube uh, so search. I, Say his name again. Uh, Paul Yarrow. Okay, Paul. You Yarrow. can find him on YouTube. There is a video here of him, but I'm not going to waste our time playing it because I don't. Yeah, know who knows what he's going to say? Plus, it's not probably good audio right. since he's video bombing, not yeah, audio yeah. bombing. Um, extreme couponing. Extreme <laughs> couponing. Have you ever um, heard of that? I mean, I've heard of coupons. 
and the concept of a coupon. But I don't know uh, what extreme couponing would be other than possibly using an absurd amount of of, um, coupons at one time. Yes. So this one is not like extreme ironing where you decide you're going to go skydiving and bring the newspaper out and coupon. Um, is that's not what we're saying here. So yeah, extreme couponing is when you you see like ox ox axe body spray. You know, it's buy one get one free coupon, and you find like twenty coupons and different. But it gets even more than that. Like when you have different loopholes, and you can walk away with like a hundred cans of axe body spray, and you only spent like fifteen dollars. Right. Okay. So that's extreme. and then what? What would you do with all that axe body spray? Try to resell it. On the um, underground black axe of, body spray market? Of the people that I have seen, because there's actually TV shows about extreme couponing, um, these people just store it. Okay. So when you go through their house, there's like an entire wall filled with baby wipes. And it's this this old lady who's like, yeah, I've never been married and I don't have any kids. But she just has like diapers and baby wipes. She's like, but it was on sale. So I saved money. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. It's kind of like doomsday collecting. I saw that on one of my lists somewhere. <laughs> no, I've seen that too, like uh, prepping and stuff like that. Yes, yes, yes. But it was called they. One of the one of the websites made it sound like it was more noble. It wasn't so much like doomsday as much as it was just like pre- pre- preparation for. Right. I don't know. Survival so this, prepping. That's what they called it. Survival prepping. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I am gonna call out the author of this article. So this is from the website uh, SkillScouter.com. I guess. Okay. Uh, Lewis Keegan is the author of this. He's the owner operator of this website. Um, I just want to say, uh, Lewis, this literally looks like a copy and paste and reorder of like seven other websites I've seen. So if you're the one that did it first, kudos to you. You're getting ripped off. Uh, but I have a feeling, based off of other websites I've seen. Well, it's interesting that the two lists that we've had that we have, I haven't actually seen any crossover yet. Well, this one was just goofy stuff, and so I'm purposely not doing any crossover stuff. But I'm 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 not going to go through any more of this list. Um, Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just bring up uh, I'm I'm not gonna bring up the silly ones, even though there's at least five more pretty hilarious ones. I will bring up one that I've always wanted to do, and I honestly have no idea why I haven't done it. Well, in fact, get into that. I think I'm gonna challenge myself to get into this again because um i'll tell you a little story about it before i even tell you what it is um i'm at the church we there was like a concert or something happening and we were selling parking uh, a lot we were selling like parking spots so we're all sitting out there downtown abita springs and we're taking turns taking money selling parking spots and so some of the kids from the youth group are just hanging out and they're looking at their phones doing whatever and they're like oh oh let's go and they go they're like running around this, you know, the area and, um, they come back with this little tiny metal circular thing and they unscrew it. I know what it is. It's number one on my list, dude. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And yeah, yes. so it's called geocaching and they pull out this little slip of paper and there's all these signatures on it. And Why did one they of leave them, the place, they're not supposed to do that. They broke the rules. Well, they, they went, to, they went and put it back supposedly, but I, I just so. remember seeing people's signatures. Now, you know, people could forge it because, I mean, I sort of suggested that they sign it and put 1997 on there. 
But um, there was like, it was dating back like 10 years, like people from like 06 or, you know, and I was just like, dang, has this really been around this long? Yeah, yeah. It's just like this little tiny metal thing that just sticks on like a a thing by the the school there in downtown Abita Springs. I'm like, what is this? And they're like, well, it's like a, it's a, it's like a game, you know, it's like called geocaching, you know? It's a scavenger hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... I so okay so it's called geocaching. I was in Canada um, about ten years ago, and uh, I, I met this guy, and uh, he was into treasure hunting. Okay, mm-hmm. online. Now this is yeah. like, you know, yeah, it was about ten years. It might have been more than ten years ago now at this point, but anyway. But he was interested because I was from New Orleans, and he asked me if I ever, you know, knew about this treasure hunting thing. So he had this book. And it was this guy who went around and buried little treasures, right, all in different cities all over the world, and uh, and then created these riddles, right, and um, for you to like figure out how to find it, you know. And he had one from New Orleans, and it was one that had never been found, and he was trying to figure out, like, like where this treasure was, you know, and. Um, it was just really funny. So I'm, I'm sitting there and he's like using Google Earth and he's like, okay, so you start at Jackson Square and you're looking at the cathedral. That's how it starts, you know? Right, right, and then right. it's like you see the flagpole and then you, you know, you go straight ahead and go down the road, you know, straight down the road and the this. And uh, it was funny because being from New Orleans, I was like, wait, that's not the road next to the cathedral. Cause like, you know, the cathedral has a road. It's not right. They're alleyways. And they're basically like roads in a sense that they have actually have like names and go through it. Yes. Yeah. Well, the cars, I don't even, well, they kind of go through, but not really. It's not like, it's not like a road road, but it is. That's what I'm saying. Cop cars will go through. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and so, and in that he couldn't see, he could see (laughs) it on Google earth when I told him about it, but it wasn't evident because it didn't look like a street. You know, it just looks and, like a sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah. The so rest of the, yeah. So as we were going through the riddle using whatever knowledge that I had, um, he's like, but it can't be on private property, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like he wouldn't yeah, make yeah. you break that. Like, that was one of the rules. However, it, it did happen that there were, there were people that bought land and built stuff. And so the treasure was really on private property, but originally like, wasn't, it was, it was what by private property, it wasn't, it was place accessible by the public. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I, we came to the conclusion that this treasure was buried in the, what's now called St. Anthony's garden in the mm. back behind the cathedral because yeah. I was like, wait, that's a place where they used to like fence like back in the day that was like a dueling yard, but it wasn't always closed off, you know? And so then we looked up the construction of the garden when it was recreated and they remade the garden in like a few years back, but they put up the fence at this particular year. So anyway, we kind of determined that it was like in that yard. So then like literally it wasn't that long later, I was in that, in that area and I'm just walking around like, man, if I just had my gold, I just, I just need to get my, uh, yeah. you know, like my, uh, whatever it's called, metal detector. Anyway, that crazy story was, it was actually kind of fun, as weird as it was, because it's like oh, an yeah. older guy, like he treasure hunts online and has all these forums where they like talk about like right, things right, they right. find or, you know, I was just like, that's so crazy. But geocaching is like next level. Uh, have you ever done any geocaching? I have. Tell me, tell me about your it. I haven't experience. done it recently, but. So like when, um, anytime that Elise and I go out of town, 
for something, I kind of mentioned, like, let's go geocaching. And so she's come with me a couple times. Uh, we've done some stuff at, like, a couple state parks and whatnot. Uh, but there was a couple geocaches right by my house in Mandeville when we used to live there, like, right on the trace. And um, there's ones that are, like, super hard to find. There's ones that are easier to find. Um, but anyway, so the whole idea of geocaching is... One is, yeah, either riddles or just, you know, it's if you're standing at this particular spot, there's a tree, you know, that has like three big branches that come off of it. And if you turn, you know, 45 degrees west, go 10 paces, you know, and then look for this landmarker and then look for this one, similar to what you're saying, what this guy was saying. Yeah. Um, and then there's other ones that are just easy. They just have coordinates. So you would have to have a, a decent GPS you know, device. And I, I don't even think your phone is good enough because your phone is within like 30 meters or something like that, you know, but like an actual GPS device to find the stuff. But um, so there's, I, from my understanding, there's like two different things. One is just a, hey, you sign your name on this piece of paper, right? To say right. you found it and you were there. Um, but the, the, like the official geocaching app, I think I'm still a paid sup subscriber to it too. Um, you can log all the geocaches you found. So it's, you can find this map, but there's other ones that actually have like little trinkets inside. And the idea is you're supposed to take one out and then you put one in. So what's cool is trying to find stuff that is like related to new Orleans. So maybe like Mardi Gras beads that actually have, or like the best ones are like, like uh, the old Mardi Gras doubloons. Yeah. So when you travel the country and you go to different spots on vacation and you go and like, you know, to go geocaching and you can actually put like an Orpheus, you know, wow. Dimian doubloon you, in there. If you go to G, so this website had the geocaching.com. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's the official one, yeah. And when I went there, just the little video looks like the coolest thing I've it's, seen in a long time. Like they literally have like chairs like coming out of trees from zip lines and they got they have some crazy little ones. tiny yeah. like fake uh, bolts that are just magnets. You know what yep. I mean? And then like you said, the geocache like little box that has trinkets inside, you know, yeah. like about the city or something. So at least and I have, uh, I don't think I still have it. Maybe I do in one of the, one of the boxes, but I started keeping like little trinkets for whenever we did go geocaching. Right. Um, but we have, and I, I hope I still have it because it's, it's just a memory sentimental thing, but I may have conmarried it. Um, I have an eye patch from like a little costume eye patch. And then nice. we have this, this blue wooden robot block that was whittled. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, so yeah, geocaching, super easy, super fun. Um, it's great. Do you have to pay? Kids. No. No, oh, so for the app, there's certain features for the app, right? I, I, I think that to track your logs, I, I don't remember at the time. And it was a little bit pricier for the time. Because it, still... it doesn't say anything about the call. I mean, I'm sure there's ways to pay for it, of course. But, like, they you, they sell, they have a shop. Because that was always my question. was, like, how can you, like, who adds them? Like, someone has to, people have to be buying these things and adding them into the the system like you know yeah, what i mean so like you could, we, we could create our own like i want to do this for my kids like i want to geocache our neighborhood but then i'm thinking are we going to get a bunch of people 
like geocache, like random people geocaching. <laughs> you want to go geocaching other people's property, but you don't, you, Mister Scrooge, Mister. I don't even give freaking candy to kids on Halloween. Scrooge McDuck. Okay, don't want people coming on your property to find the geocache. Well, I mean, like we've got like the boat launch. We've got another side street that goes to like a dead end by the river. So they then, actually have the the little trackables now. Like they have like those. Um, yeah, they've had them for a while. Uh, it's just a little coin. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. That you that are actually like live tracking. So the first time I geocached was probably I want to say like twelve years ago, maybe thirteen years ago. It was a while ago, and um, it it was fun. It was one of the cool things was you know Elise and I would go and walk the trace every now and then, and when I found out that there was some on the trace, that was kind of cool because we could do it at the while we were walking. But the whole part, the the whole point is also to not let people know that you're doing it. So. Like they do call them muggles, um, which is everybody else that's not geocaching. So not nice. only are you, are you like hunting for this stuff, it's kind of cool because you're hunting for it in plain view. Like they have them in like cities. So like in New Orleans, they could have like five that are well, in it Jackson says, Square. It's telling me right now there's 301 geocaches around Slidell. Yeah, exactly. So, but, so the whole point of it is to like, like let's and say that's not one, even a big city. You know? No, it's not. Let's say there's one outside of, you know, Home Depot, you know, for whatever reason. You would go there in the parking lot and find, like, the seventh light pole. And then underneath one of the bolts of the light pole is not a real bolt. You know, there's, like, a fifth fake bolt there or something like that. But you would have to go find it, sign off on it, and put it back where it's at without anybody else seeing you. Because you don't want anybody else looking to be like, what is this guy doing? And then go and mess with it. Right? Right. So you don't want people to come in and like be like, this is stupid and, and just take the whole geocache with them, you know, because the people that actually geocache seems to respect the geocaching, you know, system. Right. Um, well, because like if one goes missing and you are the last person to find it, do you get like a scar on your record? Mm, and they're I like, I highly doubt it. But yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> they're like, look, it might not be your fault, yeah. but this this geocache went went offline, yeah. and you were the last person known to find it. Right. Like one of the things with the app, like if you paid for it or had a subscription to the geocaching, even to the website, I think you had access to the comments, so you could have like, and I think there was like little tags that, hey, this is a spoiler comment, you know, but because some people would go in and be like, dude, I've been looking for this for like a month. And I cannot find it in my neighborhood or like around the corner from my house or whatever. Um, there's actually one at the neighborhood Walmart in Mandeville. And it's someplace around all the electrical boxes. And, dude, I, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the neighborhood Walmart on the corner of 190 in the west approach or east approach. And I've just been like looking. And it's like in plain, like everybody passing by can just see this guy, me, looking at this wall. And I'm just looking everywhere at this wall, and it's so hard to try and be inconspicuous. I've never been able to find that one. Um, yeah, because if you go at night with a flashlight, that's even that's even worse. Well, I find whenever I'm trying to be inconspicuous, the best thing to do is to just take your cell phone out. Like, you ever been standing in a place awkwardly, and you're like... Well, now that's easy, but back in the day, because geocaching's been around for... yeah. Forever. Yeah, but it's like if you see someone with a cell phone and they're kind of pacing, you mm -hmm. just assume, oh, they're on their phone, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's funny because I, because I don't, I, since I use AirPods, like I'd never actually hold my phone, my phone up yeah, to my yeah. ear, unless I'm pretending like I'm on my phone. 
which doesn't happen that often. But, I mean, yeah. it is times where I'm like, you know, I'm just going to hold my phone up to my head here. So and... we need to go camping sometime, like with yeah. the families. And, I'm down uh, for that. We'll go geocaching. I mean, you went and bought all that camping equipment at the last time we passively suggested the possibility of camping. Um, but then we never camped. Right. Life. Life happens. Yeah. But um, I'm hoping within the next year we're going to have a camper, so we're going to go glamping. That's my um, kind of camping right there. Yeah, so y- y'all can get a camper too, and we can all go camping. Yeah, except I can't store – can I store my camper at your house? Y- you cannot. Dang. Dude, you're worse have, than my HOA. For, I don't have room for two. I have dude, you got all kind of room, dude. You got like a compound at your house. So anyway, <clears throat> geocaching would be fun. We should just do it anyway. Um I think we should ge- I think we should absolutely geocache. I feel like this is a, a guy show challenge. We should uh we should do a, a geocache and um yeah. post our experiences on social media. Um Ooh, you I like know it. Sh- you know what we should do? We should go geocaching and podcast at the same time. Hmm. I'm not sure if that would really that would feel like that'd be a lot of editing on your half because half of it couldn't be that exciting. I mean, it's one of these things that'd be more fun oh, to watch. No, us. We 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 have our own conversation. Like you have your you have a GoPro and like you know like you, you in all directions. Video. We can't do video because you Why can't, can't show you? people. You can't show people where it's at. <sighs> all these rules. But but we can where's just the have hand? A is there a handbook? Is there a handbook on the website? Where's the where's the damn handbook? I don't know. I think there's unspoken rules. I don't. I, I got really into it. Like and you know how yeah. I am with stuff. So. Well, they actually have a, a shop like where you can buy flashlights, and oh yeah, this this is some cool stuff. They got like yeah. the geocache pen, um, little flashlights attached to pens. This is just funny, you know. There's like all the cool like they got like the official geocache maintenance kit. And I don't know so what we went, is all in this kit. We decided like, to do a podcast today on hobbies in general. And I feel like we we're going to kind of go over some hobbies. We we're going to talk about how to pick a hobby. I think we found the ultimate hobby. This is an ultimate. I mean, it, I don't who, think we need to talk about anything else because you don't need money to start. You know, you even, even though even though they do you, sell a four hundred and fifty dollar GPS map uh, with geocaching live. Garmin. This, of course, yeah, it's a Garmin GPS maps, like a handheld you, phone. You need like, yeah, you need like a legit. But they have GPS the app that do a lot of it. But the the oh, one, yeah, yeah. but apparently it says geocaching live, so it must be interactive with the app. They actually like have one with Garmin that has Probably. like a like geocaching is big and it's a, it's across the world, right? It's so, uh, it, it's dude, pretty cool. I haven't. They have a, a tweezers while. here, dude, with a magnifying glass. Which leads me to believe that perhaps the reason why you can't find the thing at Walmart is because you need a freaking magnifying glass well, to even see it. I don't the remember. Thing. I don't remember what it was, but it it was something that was super small. Um, the coordinates wouldn't have helped because it was a general area. Um, but the they they also I'm an electric electrical background is my you know my background is electrical, so they were using electrical terminology that didn't exist, and so my brain couldn't wrap around it. You know what I mean? So they would say like they had these ladders like hung on the wall. Well, there's no ladders hung on the wall. It's cable tray. Like that's what it's called. It's a tray that holds cable, but it has rungs on it and looks like a ladder. But they they would call things other other things different things. I don't remember. I just I had I could not find it. But um, the cool thing about it, dude, is that we can literally literally go. I wonder how many's in Abita, like where you live. Like there's got to be some good geocaching in Abita. Well, there's one somewhere around the the school and the circle i didn't even yeah. see where they got it from 
they just brought it to right. where we were, and then they and I was like, well, y'all got to go put that back, right? And that but how one it works. hobby that would be fun to do is to create our own geocaches. Yes, and place absolutely. them around different areas. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Because that would yeah. actually go into almost half of my hobbies that I listed of what you could get into. You know, because you're making it, and then you're making it like like, oh man. Yeah. What would be like the coolest thing you could think of? Like the coolest thing I think, I, I don't know, like you create something where you like you could have like a something with a key, like you find the key and like on the key, it tells you something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you actually actually have to put the key and like unlock something. So like, like let's say you're in like a public park and you like set up like a statue or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something yeah. that looks like it's supposed to be there, but on the back has like an open, like it, it opens like a treasure door, you know, right. um, that would be really cool. Yeah. There's actually like really simple. I saw this one on TikTok, and they were like, they actually filmed it. And um, if I was a business were, owner, I would do this inside my business. Oh, hell yeah. Just to get people to come in. Oh, yeah. Like, you know like, what I mean? Coffee like, shops need to have this, right? Bars dude, I would, I would do, I mean, as much as you don't, you know, you're welcome in random people dig, like just digging around you're your place. Like, hey, while we're here, why don't we get a coffee so we can continue this adventure, right? Yeah, I would, I mean, okay. I would get a coffee, but like you have it inside, like you have a fake book or something oh, yeah. in, on so, your bookshelf. This one I saw on TikTok was um, on the ground, you just see this bottle cap and it's all like rusty and like scratched up. And it's like it's in this on this gravel driveway. And this person was like, I've walked past this for like days and just thought it was trash on the ground. Well, they went in and they unscrewed it and they pull it up and the bottle cap is like glued to this other cap piece that would screw onto this pipe. And inside was the ribbon or the piece of paper to write nice. in a little pencil. But it just totally looks like a, just a bottle cap that's on the ground. You know what I mean? Um, like the old oh, school metal. Dude, you one. know what I would dude, you know what I would do? This is what I would do if I had the money and the time. When I when I went to Chinatown, um, you know, if you ever go to Chinatown, everybody's trying to sell you purses and stuff. If you follow a purse like a person trying to sell you a purse on the street into a business, they will take you through a fake wall. Like a legit fake wall. And down some stairs into some like back alley, like you think you're gonna get like your throat cut and your your wallet stolen, kind of places. Uh, long story, but I chaperoned a trip of all girls to New York, and these nuns organized it. And anyway, everyone would go to Chinatown to purse shop, and it was a horrifying experience. But anyway, that's what I would do. I would actually create a fake wall, like somewhere in my place. Mm. Like I would build a fake room. Like how cool would that? You're geocaching, and then you like you like pull something and like a freaking fake wall opens up. Like how yeah. crazy would that be? And you actually go inside a, like behind a like, wall dude, into like a closet, to, like a, like yeah. a vault. Like, maybe, a, like they have the escape so rooms, cool. right? Maybe yeah. we create an establishment, like a storefront and stuff like that, but there's nothing but geocaches all throughout the place. <laughs> it's a can fake you, store. <laughs> can you find them all? And that's the thing is like there's like fake walls and secret doors and it would be like it would be like a t-shirt shop like one of those shops that you don't know how it stays open because I have no idea how yeah. we would keep it open but the whole shop would just be full of like and like people would come in and buy like gum and batteries and yeah. stupid like stupid like souvenirs because it looks like a souvenir shop yeah. but it's really nothing but this crazy like geocache um, like. 
That would just be I crazy. Think we totally do it. That would be awesome. I don't that who would have the time that, that they should do that with the Abita Mystery Museum. If the Abita Mystery Museum did that, that yeah. would be amazing. Because that place is this that would be perfect. You could build See, trap rooms. Oh my gosh. So, I should tell that guy. I'm gonna go talk to that guy. He would do so it. So in general, speaking of like hobbies, right? Because this is cool. We're gonna do this. Um But like how do you pick a hobby? Right? And like you were talking about wanting to do a hobby so um there's this website called mantelligence.com that i found um it's all right but they sounds, did have sounds very scholarly yeah but they, they did have um just a good three-step process on how to pick a hobby uh, so one is start with something you already know or you already enjoy so to me i already enjoy like the outdoors i enjoy hiking I enjoy camping, enjoying that stuff. So that's how geocaching to me kind of came about when I found out about it, right? Yeah. Um, but I think you like the kind of adventure of the treasure hunt and finding stuff and having to follow the clues to get to the end result, right? Um, yeah. So find something you already kind of enjoy. Um, you like cooking. I mean, I you like grilling. Yeah, I do like cooking. You know? So, like, grilling is can be a hobby. Like, don't just sit there and throw burgers on like come up with good no, ways I to like did. learn to you know smoke what? your meat, you know, learn yeah. to do this. Well, you know that. what happened was we went to, I went and had little sliders at District Donuts the other day. Yeah. And dude, those hamburgers were so good. I tried to recreate those. Yeah. Um, and it was a lot of fun. Like I got the little Hawaiian buns and toasted them yeah. and tried to create my own little sauce that was oh, similar yeah. to theirs. I used a curry mustard and yeah. that was like a, that was a, anyway. If you, if you like selling stuff on Facebook, you know, there's people that do enjoy that. Like, go on Facebook and find people that are like, hey, I'm looking for this. And then go out and try and find that to sell it. And usually you can get more money, you know. Uh, kind of just flipping things, flipping furniture and whatnot. Like, that's a hobby. Um, I think that fantasy football, fantasy sports, you know, is, is a hobby. Camping, homebrew, podcasting, creating music, be- Working on little motors and engines and, and doing some mechanic stuff. Uh, working oh, with leather and woodworking. What about chandelier-y? You can do that as well. Chandelier-y. You know? Chandelier-y. So the other thing you need to do is find out how much free time you have. So geocaching is not something that me and Matt can go do for an hour. Like, if we're going to go out and do it, we're probably going to be about two to three hours to try and make a trip out of it, right? Um, you got to think about the time and the free time that you have and the free time you're you're willing to dedicate to this hobby um if you want to get into grilling you can't just go out there and throw burgers on for 45 minutes you got to prep the burgers you know, first you of all there's no scenario where a burger takes 45 minutes to cook no i'm saying like from start <laughs> to finish you're not oh. out there that's not a hobby right but to go out there and like maybe you want to grind your own meat and then add your own ingredients and season seasonings to it and and trying to take it a step further than just going to the store, grabbing meat, and throwing it on. Yeah, I watched the a video once about how to make your own sausage. It was very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but then it required a lot of tools I did not have. And then the last one is to decide your budget. How much money can you put towards it? Geocaching, free. So. Well, it's anyway. free if you're just looking. But yeah. if you decide you're gonna rent a rent a commercial space. So that we can create yeah. our own geocache, uh, euporium, whatever. <laughs> anyway, get out there, find a hobby to do. Uh, we're gonna go geocaching, and I might, I might start reading philosophy books again. That's not a hobby. I'm that William. is a hobby. I'm that. Not a hobby. Is, this a is hobby. that guy show? 
Love you guys. It's a hobby. Not a hobby. Yes, it is. Peace. It's definitely a hobby.